Welcome back to Jawing About the G-Men. I am Joe McGuire along with Sean Scanlon and King Zay. Boy, oh boy. Um, I thought that the Giants were past these Joe Judge-esque endings to football games where 63-yard field goals or 75-yard runs it was always something. They always found a way to blow it when Joe Judge was the coach. And I think one of the big things for us all last year was you saw this team finally start to figure things out, win some games. And a lot of people along the way to the Giants winning 10 games will tell you the Giants got lucky, which I find to be a preposterous notion in the NFL. You, you didn't. You didn't hang with the other team into the fourth quarter by luck. That's not that's not what happened. Uh, unless the other team turned the ball over seven times and you just weren't able to score. That would be a problem. The, the Giants' defense looked outstanding. The Giants' running game was competent. Sean and I just talked about this just before we went live here. Um we haven't had Saquon uh, in the lineup, and and that certainly is a different Giants offense without him. I said last last episode, I would love to see uh, Okereke step up. Just let us know you're here, showing up for work. He was he was a monster all over that field. I I think there uh, other than uh, Thibodeau didn't show up for work. Uh, this this defense, I think, was outstanding. Absolutely. Um, I mean, you want to see the pass rush get there a little more, but you can't ask for more than holding the Bills, one of the classes of the whole NFL, let, um, not just the AFC, holding them to 14 points, um, giving them a shutout in the first half. You can't ask for more than that, and you need to get more than nine points from the offense, uh, especially when they go 0 for 5 in the red zone. The blunder at the end of the first half, which is absolutely inexcusable, cannot happen. Um, you can't check out of that uh, the pass play when you know that you don't have any timeouts and there's only 14 seconds left. Uh, especially for a veteran quarterback, you got to know better than that. But defense did everything they could. Um, like you said, O'Carry K looked like you know Harry Carson, Carl Banks out there. Uh, Mike McFadden has been playing really well too, and that secondary held up. Um, you would like to see more pass rush, but. Like you said, can't ask for more from this defense. They look phenomenal, but uh, it's again, it's the offense that let you down. Um, even though they were pushing the ball downfield a little bit, you got to be able to score touchdowns in this league, and that's really uh, pretty much what held them back from the win on uh, Sunday night. Is my go? Are y'all done? Y'all done crying? Is my go? Not yet. I, I got a question. You're, what, what, you're, what, you're what, ridiculous. You're ridiculous person. You, you, Joe, I know you said you played running back in high school, fullback, or whatever the hell they had back then, whatever they called it. Sean, what did you play in high school? The end. Yeah, don't ever tell me about the quarterback position and who should check out and what should never be checked out. First off, first off. That's, I mean, I, you can say that all you want, but you, you know it. Was the you worst had your word. You had your word. First off, it's very similar to, again, last year how the Giants probably could have thrown the ball against Tennessee but decided to run the ball with Saquon. And if he had been stopped there, it probably would have looked exactly the same. But guess what? He didn't, and Saquon scored. I'm going to be real with you. It's a one-inch run. The Giants should have scored. You should have had push from the line. You should have got your running back in there. It shouldn't have been an issue. Yes, he checked out of it. He saw something that he didn't like, and that's what the quarterback is supposed to do. He made what he felt was the right read, and I'm never going to argue the quarterback in the situation because guess what? I'm watching from home, and me and you, we're all watching from home. He's on the field. So I'm never going to question his call, what he saw from the linebackers. Did he see the line bit, lineman shift? Did he see something that he thought that we could run against? Maybe he saw that. Maybe that's why he called that. Again, I don't know. I don't know what it what the play call was. I don't know what his check down options were, but I know that he called a run play and it failed. And guess what? In the sport, this sport is a what have you done for me lately sport. And when things look bad and when you have a play like that, people bring you down. Let's, let's go back to the Super Bowl with the Seahawks. We all agreed they should have ran the ball three times, correct? Yeah. But what happened? They threw the ball and it was an interception. 
Who's to say Tyrod Taylor doesn't drop back, throw the ball, and it's an interception for six? Right before I, I would be, I, I can live with that. Okay with that. I, I can't. I can't I can live with that. I can't. Not from the one inch yard. No, 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 no. Not from the one inch line. Not when I'm watching the Eagles do a, a tush push and get into an end zone every freaking time automatically. No, I can't. You're not going to sit here and tell me that the run percentage is worse. You can look up the statistics. It's easy. It's better to run in that position than it is to throw. If you want to look at analytics. But in that situation, you have no timeouts. I'll be real with you. If the Eagles had no timeouts, do you think they weren't calling the tush push? We don't have the best O-line in the league. I'm I'm not asking that. Do you think they're not calling the tush push? Look, if you have NFL quality linemen, you should be able to get in half an inch of push. I don't want to hear that. I don't disagree. I really do not want to hear that you can't get pushed because you're not playing the best defensive line in the league. You're playing a pretty good defensive line who had a beat-up linebacking core. You should have been able to get the push you needed to get a half an inch. We're not asking for the whole player to get in the end zone. We're asking for the ball to break the plane. That's all I'm asking for. That's all I'm asking. And, again, when the Giants won again against Tennessee on the extra, you know, we went for the two instead of going for one, there was tons of penetration. That was the actual worst play call they could have called. And guess what? It happened to work out for us. Saquon was touched twice in the backfield before he scored on that um, two-point conversion. A scenario situation, yes. You can say no timeouts. Yeah, yeah, yes. But again, it's all negated if they score. That's why I'm not critical of Tyrod Taylor. It's one inch. If you told me they were sitting at the five and he called a run with no timeouts, I'd be like, yeah, that's, that's, that's retarded. What are we doing here? But you're at the inch yard line. And Madden, I'm calling run 96. I'm calling it right up the middle. And hopefully my team better block. I don't care. I'm calling a quarterback sneak. You're doing something running-wise. You're not you, you don't have the personnel to go out there and throw a jump ball. I'm sorry. You don't let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Did you wake up this morning and think to yourself, I'm gonna defend Tyrod Taylor no, no, on the no. podcast I'm going, tonight? I'm going to defend football and, and how the position <laughs> is played. What a because spin. I hear I'm what so tired of guys who that. sit on the couch that's never played the game that always want to critique and tell people how to do oh well Daniel Jones should have thrown this path. Oh, Tyrod made the same throw, and Daniel Jones, guess what? Those are two different quarterbacks, they're two different players. I keep telling people Tyrod Taylor is in effort mode. He's a journey quarterback. He get those 60 touch interceptions. Guess what? He's going to be a backup next year somewhere. That's just what happens when you become a journeyman. There's no big contract coming Tyrod Taylor's way. So, yes, Daniel Jones does hesitate. He is under more pressure. He does tend to hold the ball more when he should release it when we've seen Tyrod take advantage of quick throws and Obviously, like I said, the, the pass to Jalen Hyatt that he had on the sideline is very similar to a play that Daniel Jones ran um, the week, week prior, and he got sacked on it instead of throwing the ball. But again, they're two different quarterbacks in two different scenarios. Stop trying to compare the two. And no, we're not a better offense with Tyrod Taylor. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying you guys said that. I'm just venting from the internet. We're not. A yeah, no, listen, I'm glad Tyron you brought Taylor. that up. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, Sean and I actually were laughing about that. that uh, it, it's, it's preposterous. You, yes. how, many points did you, how many points did you score against Arizona? He scored right. no listen, touchdown. Listen. We had nine points. Here, here's what here's what the fans here's what the fans saw and are reacting to. Look, clearly they figured they figured out that run play, right? Where uh the 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 guard pulls, right, and kicks out the linebacker, and and it worked a whole bunch. And it really helps when it's Saquon Barkley hitting that hole. Matt Bereda is awful. He is a terrible running back. He does not recognize holes, he doesn't allow the 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 blocks to develop. Uh, there was a big play, uh, the only one really in that in that third quarter that got stopped up. Uh, he cut it back to the left, and it opened up about a quarter of a second later. So Matt Parade is awful, uh, and and him him in that offense being the lead back for all these weeks for Daniel Jones, it's a disaster. So fans are reacting to the idea that look, Saquon got some yards, made some plays. The offense looked better, yes, because you're handing it to the all-generation running back who makes things happen. So now if only we can have Jones and Barkley together, 
And if this offensive line, whatever Brian Dable said at halftime to the offensive line, and I could imagine choice words were used, those guys stepped it up and they played great in the second half. Now, can you carry things over? Uh, Is Andrew Thomas closer to playing? Is the answer putting uh, Neil in at guard instead of at tackle? Uh, is that an overreaction? There, Justin Pugh, by the way, player of the week. Well, Come the on, well, the that guy. <laughs> and and it's funny because for weeks he's been begging these guys, like, call me. It looks like you need some help on the line. They were like, no, no, we were good, and they weren't at all. No, at all. <laughs> I don't even know why they didn't have. They should have signed Liddell Collins too. Also, the cut from. The Bengals, I think as much depth as you can get on the offensive line, you have to get right now. Because, again, I keep telling people, the difference between this year and last year is luck. It's just simple luck. The Giants had a better schedule based off of luck last year. They faced a lot of teams that weren't going to be playoff teams the first five games. This year? That's not first... lucky. I mean, that well, was it... misfortune of, of playing like garbage for the last couple of years. I, again, call it what you want. It's luck. And it worked out for them. They didn't have to deal with injuries. It, it is. It, it, Joe, in sports, There's, there is a bit of luck in everything. In everything. No, no, no. no first of all, luck is you, imaginary. No, it's not. Because you could have got this schedule yes, last year. You yes, could have got this schedule last year for and Gables. not first made year. the playoffs. And we'd have a higher and, and pick would, for next season. And we'd have a coach in the hot seat. Now. Exactly. They're, that, my friend, is called luck. Whether it's your luck, Daniel Jones' luck, my luck, the head coach's luck, it's someone's luck in that locker room that they had a light schedule in the beginning of the year. And this year, it's bad luck because it's been reversed. And injuries. They were healthy last year. They didn't Let me have ask you this. injuries. In the one in the one score games, the Vikings famously were 11-0 last year. They're 2-4 and four this year. Mm-hmm. Did their luck run out? Is that is this just a luck running out thing? Again, I don't understand. I don't. I don't know how it could be. You could that, think that, that a professional football that, team is going to hang with another professional football team because they're the Eagles. The lucky. Eagles have been doing it for weeks. The Eagles should could easily be one in five right now. They should have lost the first week to the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Sure, make that face you want. The easily Patriots one in five. Won. They literally good. scored at the end of the game to win. They literally were on the ropes to lose that game. The Eagles, look at their schedule. Look at the, the, the teams. They, they beat the Bikes and Bucks and Vikings. Everyone easily. they had beaten this year, they they won on a field goal against the 49, um, against the Vikings at the end. They should have lost to Washington because there was a catch on the sideline that was called out of bounds that was inbounds. That would have been Washington's kick for the win. The Eagles have they just lost to the oh, Jets. Are you talking been... about hold on? I think what you're talking about is the referees cheating, and that's a, a whole I'm not other calling show. The, no, 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 no. The, the Eagles have been getting lucky this year. That's why and their luck ran out last week against the Jets, where they couldn't do it, where they couldn't get over a home. A high powered offense like that couldn't find offense. Explain that to me. It's, I, I mean they maybe they're getting lost lucky, the but you can't Jets say picking field goals. They you can't say easily, they can easily be one in five right now. They that's, easily could be. Not true. They, they could easily be. They a lot of rabbit like, feet. Again, they should have lost to the Patriots week one. I don't know if you watched that game. The Patriots winning that game for the majority of the game. Eagles happened to pull it out their butt at the end of the game. They should have lost that game. The Vikings game, one on a field goal. Again, another tough game. That's that not, They beat the crap out of the Vikings. Did you watch that game? All right, bro. All right. They, they pulled away late. All right. No, they're not, up like not 14 the Viking score. I'm eight. sitting at CBS watching every game every week. Don't tell me this. I, I, I mean, every, I, I must I not remember that game then. I don't Bro, know. again, they could have lost to the Rams. Easily pulled away at the end of that game. They did not pull away at the end of the Jets. And guess what? They lost because they have been letting mediocre teams swing. All right. Look at the records. Look at the records of these teams that they've right. beaten. Hold on. Hold on. Am I wrong? Look at the record of the team they've beaten. The, pa- the the Patriots one you and could- four, the page oh, the the Vikings one. I mean, excuse me, excuse me, Patriots one and five. Vikings one and five. What are the Buccaneers record? It's like two and I think they're the only winning record they're placing. The, the Redskins have three and three. Rams another trash three and three team. They haven't beat anybody. They haven't beat anybody quality. Look at the Gi- the Giants have played tougher teams in the beginning of their schedule than the Eagles have. I'm just gonna say 
between the yeah, Cowboys and the 49ers. And one. I huh? wish having a harder schedule meant something because I think it all does. it means is they're one in five. I think it does. Like you said, with last year, we had the easier schedule. We shouldn't have made. We wouldn't have made the playoffs with a harder schedule. That's what you said. E- what is an easy schedule in the NFL? Playing teams that didn't also didn't make the playoffs last year. I no, don't know. Playing, Again, playing I don't think are, that has anything to do with luck. Top ten picks next year. That's an easy schedule. When your schedule is full of those, that's an easy schedule. Brady, All right. Again, you can't Let's make talk the about this. Nonsense. It is what it is. I, I I don't know who you're going to want to defend here, but Zay, I'm curious your thoughts. Nobody would have been saying. Like I told you, this here. What Pass what was bridge. going on here? Uh, blown call, controversy. People are going nuts. What was your? Should they have run the ball on that play? According to not. Zay, maybe. I'm curious your thoughts. Of course not. So let's, let's wait further out. But again, we're not the Chiefs. We're not going to get back to back pass interference calls. It's never going to happen. It's clearly pass interference. He's grabbing him. He's holding him before the ball gets there. It's at least a holding. If it's not pass interference, it's at least offensive holding. I mean, excuse me, defensive holding. But hey, it is what it is, bro. I'm not. I'm not here to worry about the pass. We got to move on. Sean. Um. Yeah. I mean, it was holding. Um. But I. I, I sort of agree with that. You're not going to get uh, two calls in a row, especially after uh, you just get one to get put in the one yard line. So. Even if they do call it, I don't have any trust of them to punch the ball in. Um, they've they haven't scored many touchdowns at all this season, uh, aside from that Cardinals game. So, um, and they've been terrible in the red zone. So even if they do get that call, um, I don't think they punch it in from the one. So regardless, um, I mean, Giants fans can argue that all they want. They could say that we got robbed and we should have won that game, but we had many opportunities to punch it in the end zone all night, and uh, we didn't do so. So even if we get that call. I don't have any trust in this offense to, you know, go ahead and put it in for a question before we move on. Sean, one yard line, Daniel Jones is in there. And it's not Tyrod. You don't think they call a quarterback sneak? Well, especially they, they definitely, they definitely could. Because he's a bigger body, but it, that's my, that's what I'm saying. They would have called it there. That the, 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 the right call is the run. At the one I, at the inch yard line, the right call to me is the run. I'm sorry. At the inch. At the yeah. Inch. I mean, I, I don't disagree. In that situation, yes, maybe, because um, it, it all comes down to one play. But in terms of the first half play, I, I mean, I don't want to get back into this, to this argument, but I, that's just – it's You're not the right six, call. Then. seven, 250-pound quarterback or whatever the hell Daniel Jones is, I'm sneaking it. He's a refrigerator. Yeah, but he wasn't He wasn't there on Sunday. I'm, I know. I'm just saying if he's in there, obviously Tyrod's a little smaller. Yeah, uh, but again, let's just put that whole nonsense to rest. I mean, listen, yeah. Daniel Jones is a better quarterback than Tyrod Taylor. There's a reason Tyrod Taylor is the backup on the New York Giants. Without question. Whatever. You know, uh, very, very competent and serviceable backup, uh, and I'm glad he's there. I thought he played really well. Uh, I I thought that was a terrible um, play at the end of the first half. I, I mean, he, he here's the thing, and I appreciate you defending him. Even he said he blew it. So yeah. I'm going to I'm going to go with his own assessment of that he, was stupid. He messed yeah, up. But listen, that's to. what happens. Hold he on. But that's, I understand that, Zay. But also, listen, that's what happens when you're a backup quarterback. And that's the position the Giants were in. A guy who doesn't have a ton of experience in those Which situations because he doesn't play. Well, he's so been he's, a starter for years. Let's not go that far. He's been a starter for years for the Bills. He's been a starter for a year, and he got first-team reps for years, and now he doesn't, and I'm sure that's got an impact on him and how he learns. And, again, I, I, I'm just – I'm looking to give the guy a bit of a pass. I it, it wasn't his job to go out there and beat the Buffalo Bills. Nobody was like, Tyrod Taylor's going to go win a football game tonight. He did a great job for, for what they needed. <laughs> But Saquon Barkley, Saquon Barkley's got to come up big in these games. He's got to do something. There's got to be some magic moment from him. I, I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm still looking for that. Uh, and again, this was a week where where uh, Thibodeau just didn't do anything. One tackle, uh, and was otherwise, uh, to me, running at three quarters speed most of the night. I'd like to see more from Dexter Lawrence too, honestly. Uh, uh, well, Dexter actually showed up in the second half, big time. Well, he had to because they were they were eating yeah, his lunch in, in the first half. half. Yeah. 
Oh. They were eating his lunch, Zay. Him and him and 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 uh, Big Williams. Oh, Leo's got to. Leo is. A, he's got to go after this year. I'm Look, done with him. I, that I contract you, is awful. I would have kept Dalvin Tomlinson. Y'all would they wanted to argue that I would have been on a Dalvin Tomlinson wave. I'm great. I'm excuse me, wave. But if that's what y'all want to do, that's what I why said. Why is he remember. always? I'm curious why you. Whenever you have a thought, you assume. That we have yeah, the I, opposite. I, I don't love, know. I love that. Yeah, I love nine Tomlin. times out of ten, you disagree with me, uh, uh, and then you laugh at me at that. We go. Your oh, praise draft. of the we Jets. Go draft. Yes. We go draft. Who do you want? Zay, who do you want? Ah, uh, what's Sauce Gardner? You're crazy. We need offensive linemen. You're crazy. We need Tom. We need Thibodeau. He's the future. He's a he's, he's hey. a generational pass rusher. Not he's, for he's, nothing. <laughs> Not for nothing. But Deontay Banks is turning out to be a shutdown quarterback in this football league. Bro. And thanks for closing us on this. I mean, can, Purdue, can I, listen, to, to grab a guy late first round like they did, and the, to get a guy who I think has been like an impact player at this point, that that speaks volumes. He's no sauce gardener. No. I'll give you that. But this kid is damn good. I told y'all, don't worry about the secondary. When we had our little preseason show, I said, I'm not worried about the secondary. It's the pass rush. The secondary is going to hold it down. Now, whether it's been him, whether it's been Flot, whether it's been uh, what's the safety of uh, Pinnock, who's been even better than McKinney this year, who's disappeared. Give me – Pinnock can hit. He can cover. He had the pick six, I believe, also. That man has been doing everything you can ask. I never want to see Bain on the field. Daniel Delton Bain, he can stay off the field. I never want to see him again, but – Keep Pinnock, keep Flot, keep. I listen. I was very critical. I because I I'm a big Xavier McKinney fan. Um, I thought he played well this week. He was yeah, he was hustling. Right. And he was hitting. And he was playing hard. But you're absolutely right. Uh, he'd been kind of the weak spot in the secondary up until this week. But it is. It's the pass rush. And and again, I I just yeah, bought my. <laughs> I my my son just got for his eighth birthday a a Kayvon Thibodeau jersey, and I just want this dude to start playing hard. That's it. I'm yeah, telling you, Zay, he's had a decent season so far. He's we have six sacks this season. He has I, four of them. I I but that's fine. But he should have ten. Yeah. I mean, so who, who, the fact that we have six is an issue. Who had six the other night? <laughs> That's he an got issue. four all year. Uh, what do you have four cool last man. year? It, it's listen, first of all, it's time to let this kid loose. I know he's not happy with the way they're using him in Wink's defense and Wink doesn't care, but Wink should care because they're one in five. So, whatever you're doing, it's not working. <laughs> and and desperate times call for desperate measures. So, it, it would be nice to see again. Throw the ball down the field to Jalen Hyatt seems like a thing that should be incorporated in future games. That feels like the only thing that's been working for this offense all season. If you think back to the Cardinals game, that was the big uh, spark in that game. If you look on Sunday night, um, even though we didn't score, the best couple plays came from throwing to Jalen Hyatt downfield. So the fact that we don't use him more uh, definitely frustrates me, but I, I think that he needs to see the field more than guys like Isaiah Hodgins right now. Um, Paris Campbell can go. We can send him back to Indy right now. Well, sure. You know, it's funny. You're also putting yourself in a position where, uh, you know, you're 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 going to run the 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 play action and go down the field to Wyatt, and and it it you almost kind of can see it coming a little bit. Who cares? You can't keep up with that boy. Yeah, you can't. I understand that. But, <laughs> but it, it's, it, this is but I think this is why you got to get this kid more involved in the offense. Uh, anybody watch the Patriots game this this past weekend? Belichick brought Malik Cunningham in, mm-hmm. and they just crowded the line. And at the snap, everybody just charged, and Cunningham lost like five or six yards on the play. There was nowhere to go. Um, everybody knew he wasn't in the game to throw the football. Mm-hmm. So. Just crowd the line and go nuts. It, it's yeah, I, no. I mean, look again. Listen, if if the Patriots are going to run Malik Cunningham in a quarterback, he's going to have to throw the ball a time or two just to keep the defense on. The same thing here. If you're only bringing Wyatt in occasionally, 
it, it's pretty obvious what's going on. No, it, but it, yeah, but that's stupid. Hyatt should be treated like Deshaun Jackson. Put the kid out there and let him play. Let yeah. him just, and er, Deshaun Jackson ran the same damn routes every time. And guess what? He made a great career out of it. He had no issues with it. And he has the most longest lasting image in all Giants fans' minds that will never, ever go away. That has to play at every football commercial and event. And this history goes on. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I don't have to bring it up, and I won't bring it up. But again, the Giants need to start treating him like the, I would put the kid on damn punt return. He that damn fast. I would let him try. Yeah, punt I, I mean, I don't know why they're messing around so much with all these different return guys. I'm putting that, Dory Jackson. Stop, I don't want to see my top corner back there. Put, yeah, no, I don't either. Put put the dispendable, you know, the wide receiver. Put him out there, because again, if he touches the ball, he touches space. <sighs> I'm telling you, he's a nightmare. He's an absolute nightmare if he can get open. All right. Giants are entertaining at MetLife this weekend. <laughs> Probably going to get some rain for this game, which will make it really awesome. The commanders. Like the Giants commanders. Commanders are somehow three and three. Sam Howell's looked a little bit better of late. This team really, uh, the, the 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 defense, for whatever reason, this defense was on the cusp of being a top defense, and it's never quite materialized. They got a lot of really good players on that defense. Um, their their um, running game has also been lacking pretty bad. The Commanders. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously known, known best for the hogs, the big, uh, the big offensive line, uh, much like the giants, uh, offense is, is definitely a problem for the commanders. This will be an interesting game. Yeah. This, I mean, if there's any line that's almost as bad as the giants, it's been the commanders this year. They've been, um, giving up, I think the most sacks in the league, but first, first or second, I know, uh, the They're giants is right there. So if we can't generate a pass rush, um, against this team, then I don't know what to tell you. This is the game that they have to break out and, you know, Kayvon's got to come after them. Leo Dex. Um, I don't, I don't know if Aziz Ojalari is ever playing again. So I, I don't think <laughs> he's on IR. He's on our but, um, yeah, so, I mean, this we have to generate the pass rush. Secondary has to um, lock up. They do have some good receivers. So um, if we can get some pressure on Sam Howell, I think that will um, alleviate um, the secondary a little bit, who's had to work, you know, really hard staying in coverage um, for a long time. And then for the offense, um, they do have a really good pass rush with, you know, Sweat, Chase Young, Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen. They come from not just the um, the edge, but from the interior as well. So uh, we need to see this O-line step up again. We saw in the second half against the Bills, they did a, a pretty decent job. So um, uh, we're going to need another huge game out of Justin Pugh. Evan Neal looks pretty decent against the Bills, so we're going to need that again. Um, so, yeah, if, if we want to get anything, it really comes down to the trenches on both sides of the ball, um, and that's how we're going to be able to win win this game. All right. Um, just putting that up there to press me, one in five. Look, it is what it is. Um, we were five and one last year, so it can't again. You can't it ebbs and flows. You you can't have all the good. You got to have some bad that goes with the good. You know you got to muck it up. But again, I'm trying to think more of like the Lions last year, who started off rough. You know, Dan Campbell rallied the guys and got them playing really good football towards the end of the year. Almost made the playoffs, and you've seen how it's translated into this year. How it's just turned them into a, a I think, and I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm taking Detroit as my team to win the NFC. But that's another topic for another day. I do think they're the best team in the NFC. Again, another topic for another day. But I think the Giants do pull their little Detroit move with this stretch coming up, and I think the Giants start to pick up some wins and try to get this (laughs) season going. No, I don't say wait till. 2024. It's no. all over. Pack it <laughs> on. I mean, look, at one and five, it's it's, it's an uphill battle. And yeah, being realistic, for sure. being for football sure. fans, knowing what we know of the sport, not being idiotic, you know, hypothetical dreaming fans, one and five is practically a death sentence. The best thing we can hope out of this is a respectable record at the end of this. And again, we translate that into next year, pick up some talent that can help out where we need, because now we know where the obvious issues are offense and defensive line like fix that asap but um 
Yeah, no, I think the Giants do pick this up. I think even if Daniel Jones doesn't play, I think Tyrod Taylor is a good enough quarterback against a commander's team. It's not that great. I think he can pull this off. Again, the Bills are a way much better team, and Tyrod fared very well there. Um, he'll have another week of starting and under his belt, so he should be a little more acclimated to this offense, and they should be more familiar about what to do with him and how to get him involved because, again, I think that was one thing they were trying to learn is how to call plays for Tyrod. Tyrod and Daniel Jones, though they have similar skill sets, they're two different quarterbacks. We know Tyrod's going to run and look down the field, and we know when Daniel Jones hits that damn corner, he's going to run you over. So they're two different quarterbacks. He's more Josh Allen, and Tyrod's more, I guess, uh, I don't even Russell Wilson, someone you know, someone who runs and looks down the field also. But I'm just trying to keep it all together. But yeah, I think they can win this. Um, and we're going our streak. I'm just trying to be positive, bro. I'm trying to talk positivity and life into this team because. At one and five, there's just not, not much, much to say. Yeah, there's not much there. You know, you're, you're I hoping. think <laughs> I think the Giants will score a touchdown this week. That's a start. And I, and I think they will lose 17 to 16 on a late field goal. That's very possible, actually. It, I mean, battle the, the mediocre pass rushers and Chase Young and Kayvon Thibodeau. Uh, it's, it's just going to be – it's going to be – I don't know. Again, we're hoping – what happened last year happens with Kayvon when he had his game of his career against the Redskins. We're hoping he could do that every year and just play great against the Redskins. Guarantee us our two wins. But um, like so, like there's not much to say for this Giants. You're, you know, there aren't players to watch. There aren't people to, you know, like, oh, well, I'm looking forward to him having a big game. No one's had a big game all year. They've had what I mean, maybe the second half against the Cardinals. That was a big half, not really a big game. So you know, it's, yeah. Look, they haven't put they haven't put any of the <laughs> three elements of football together for us. I mean, again, outside of that second half against the Cardinals, it's been a disaster. The you know the offense can't move the ball. the The defense struggles to to stop teams. Um, they can't get off the field on third down. Special teams has been a disaster. I, I mean, Graham Gano's been been missing field goals uh, at a at a pace you don't see from a Graham Gano. So, I don't know. Maybe you're right, Zay. Maybe uh, maybe the luck has run out. It happens, you know. Again, you can always get it back. You know, you how do you get, get the mojo back? I don't know, but that's what the What's... Giants. That, that's the best way to put it. The Giants need to get their mojo back. That's really what it is. They need to get healthy. I think, like I said, over this next stretch, they'll get healthier. They'll get guys back. We'll see Jones. And I, I honestly think if Jones plays, if he's healthy against the Bills, I think we win that game. I think Jones has a lot of resetting to do. He's been hit a lot this year, and that's why he doesn't make the passes as fast as he should or make the proper reads because he's so worried about getting – he's back his head, you know. Pass rushers are living rent-free. He's been sacked a lot of times this year. What like the Dolphins beat him up? You know, it's it's hard to do that as a quarterback to go. All right, you know, make the next play, make the next throw because he has no trust in his line. So I'm hoping they get healthy. He gets trust back in his line. You you could see it was there last year. There was a different feel about the offense, the way he commanded it, the way he. There was a different level of confidence that's just not there this year. It hasn't been present since that 40-point drubbing week one against the Cowboys. It's like they took everything from us in that one game. And we haven't found it back since. We found it for a little while against the Cardinals. And it's been, it's been rough, bro. It's been rough. Yeah, I think that's a really good point about Jones, though, because um, we saw in his first couple years with the Giants when he was a rookie and then second, third year that he didn't look comfortable in the pocket and he didn't trust um, his O-line. So – he was always, you know, rushing the ball out, um, making poor decisions, uh, kind of, you know, chopping his feet in the pocket, not trusting the the line. And last year was the first time where he really looked comfortable in the offense, um, stepped into throws right off of, you know, the three-step drops, um, didn't have to worry about the pass rush getting there. And then we saw it revert back to what he looked like his first couple of years um, through the first couple of games, especially in the Cowboys game, the Seahawks game, where he was just getting um, mauled out there. So, Really, I think that has to do with a big part of this offense. Um, obviously, we haven't been scoring 
at all. And I think that's definitely a big part to do with it. He, he just doesn't look comfortable out there. So he needs to find that comfortability within the line. Um, and Andrew Thomas coming back, uh, John Michael Schmidt's coming back will definitely help with that. Um, and I think that's definitely what this team needs right right now. I, I couldn't read it while I was talking. Say, did I did I did I get the gist of what you were saying? <laughs> uh, the first part. Like, uh, honestly, up. you you laugh about that, but the Commanders could be in play to win the division. They really could be. I know it's bad to say that. But first off, we haven't played them yet, so you can't determine if they're better than us or if they're not better than us. We'll find out on Sunday. They could easily win this game just as easily as they can lose it. And if they win this game, again, you're talking about you would need the Eagles to lose two games. Then you guys would have almost some – you guys have similar records, and you'd have to win another two after the Giants – I mean, it can happen mathematically. Yes, the commanders, and they have won a division before, and Ron Rivera's playing for his career. Crazier crap has happened. I mean, I mean, do you trust the Cowboys? Do you really trust the Cowboys to compete? No. In the regular I, I told, season, not in the playoffs. I, I told you the Eagles have looked shaky all year. I continue to stand by that. It's not, it's, it's not a thing that they just lost to the Jets because they had a bad week. They've yeah. had really bad weeks going up into that, and that just happened to be the time that they fe- and, and get. And I don't think the Jets are a bad team by any stretch. I think they should have beat the Chiefs the week before too. Unfortunately, Taylor Swift isn't in their locker room; she's in the other locker room, so it didn't work out for them. But again, a team against you played the Jets and you lost. You couldn't score anything. That high-powered offense again. Screw Tennessee for giving AJ Brown to the Eagles. I will always hate Tennessee for that, but. How many points? Look at the look at how many points they put up on a regular. We've talked about it. The they haven't lost since going back to last year. They put up big numbers. They couldn't score against the Jets. And again, I told you the teams they they faced before are, are all one and four and three and three. They they played nobodies. The other teams they put up points against, and then the Jets had Aaron Rodgers. That could be the worst game. That could be the worst loss for them. I'm being real with you. One question. Know believe in the Eagles. Remember I said this on the show. Yes. I do not believe in the Eagles. This year. I know. What's your least favorite football team in the NFL? My least favorite football team in the NFL? Yeah. The one I hate with a passion? Yeah. Well, the Dallas Cowboys. Who's number two? Probably the Eagles. Yeah, you gotta yeah go no. Eagles. So that's what I'm saying. No, Those no, are the two teams that you hate the most, because and you're no, suggesting that the three teams here's the are difference. Not a- I openly knighted them last year. I didn't knock them for their win streak. I openly knighted the Eagles and like, yo, they are the cream of the crop. They're going to be up there at the 49ers. I did not argue that with you last year. I did think that we were could compete with them. Obviously, we look lousy. Again, our two times that we played them. Which I don't even understand. Three, right. three times. Excuse me. Yes, forgot about that. But <laughs> which I can't even understand it, 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 because if you look at the rosters, it shouldn't have been as bad as those games were. I, I, mm. I, I don't know, bro. There was a lot of plays we missed in that games. Will games. the Giants beat the Eagles this year? Not a chance. Hell no. Uh, actually, I think if there's any chance the Giants can pull it off, it'll be this year. It'll be this year. And I don't know if it's because there's a new offensive coordinator, there's some defensive pieces missing, and a new def- – there's a lot going on with the Eagles right now where they don't look like they're running at full steam. This is where they're vulnerable. So if there was any time the Giants could pull off a win against them, it would be, you know, when they're still trying to figure out their new coordinator situation and their defense is, again, missing pieces. We've seen what happened with the 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 – the safeties where one went to Detroit and the other one was like, screw you guys. And they run it back, went to Carolina because he wasn't getting picked. Like there's a lot of moving pieces. They don't know what they're doing at running back. Are they running swift in the beginning of the game? Is he playing the second half? They're just giving the ball to whoever's hot at this point. There's a lot of question marks on that Eagle defense. AJ Brown arguing with the quarterback. Devonta Smith had so many drops that last game. He doesn't, I don't know where the hell he at. He hasn't been in the games. He hasn't been playing. They were so bad, they went and go sign Julio Jones off the streets. It's been that bad. They picked up Julio Jones off the streets. 
I'm telling you, I'm telling you, there's something about this Eagle team. I'm not putting them in championship. I tell you, Detroit's my team. I don't, I don't think they're as good as last year, but to say they've been so bad when they're at five and one, I, I don't think they're as dominant. But they still they have one of the most quality, talented teams in the NFL. What quality have they played at five and one? I, I mean, nobody really, but they're still five and one. That's you have to beat who's in front of you. That's no, I, 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 no, I, I completely agree with that. But while they have beaten those teams, they've struggled mightily. Is what I'm saying. I wouldn't say that's mightily. The problem. That's the problem. Last year, when they faced teams that were one and four, this that the Eagles ran through them. You saw what they do to, did to us. They ran through teams that are simply worse than them. This That's year, they're not doing that. I'll tell you what. When you look at the way the Giants played against the Eagles last year, I think it'll – when the Giants and the Eagles play, and it's not for quite a while, but when they do finally meet, I think you'll have your answers. I mean, if the Giants get blown out, then it'll be like, well, same old Eagles. Uh, but if the Giants can somehow – Yeah, I, I think that would mm-hmm. good, be a good – you know, but then again, it's hard to say because, again, we play good against teams like the Bills. Well, again, I think right now currently I, I think the Bills are a better team. I think if those two teams play right now in some hypothetical world for a playoff spot, the Bills and the Eagles, just hypothetical world, I think the Bills win that game. i just being real to you. I think the Bills are the better team currently right now. I don't think the Eagles – There was a, the Eagles were – last year it was the Eagles and everybody else. That's literally what it felt like at one point last year. This year has not felt like that. It felt like at times the 49ers and everybody else, but not Eagles. And they're five and one. To be five and one and not feel that way, there's something up with that. Think about it. When the Giants were five and one last year, nobody believed in us. Remember, it's the teams you beat in front. Remember, the Giants were underdogs up until got almost until the playoffs last year. But they had a winning record. Because, again, you can have a winning record, but people may not see it based on the way you play. And based on the way we played in against the Eagles in the playoffs, we didn't have it the way our record reflected the way we had it. That's just what it comes down to. Your yeah. record could be a lie of your team. The same way the Giants were 1-5, and five, and that could be a lie. It's the same way the Eagles are 5-1, and one, and that could be a lie. They're definitely not as dominant as last year, but as of right now, I still think they're a top three team in the NFC. I mean, NFC, probably NFC, yes. Probably yeah. NFC. Do you realize that if the Giants would have pulled off the upset against the Bills, they would have only, I mean, they'd be two and four and the Bills would be three and three. And there'd be one game separating those teams. And again, it's like, do you think that those teams are close? Look who the Bills the NFL's a weird league and a lot of weird things, especially when it pertains to the Giants. Look who the Bills have played and look who they've lost to. Other than that, that week one blunder that he was just giving the game away to the Jets. He did everything. They lost Aaron Rodgers, and they did. Bills did everything to give that Jet, the Jets the game. And again, they should have been emotionally out of it, physically out of it. You completely had their season lost on the third play of the game, and you gave that game away. That's one loss. Then you talk about they flew across seas to play the Jaguars. Jaguars were there a week before. The Jaguars are acclimated to the time, acclimated to the area. They were jet lagged. You can see it. They didn't play well that game. And they still almost came back and won. And obviously, the third, the second loss, which I skipped over, was against a Miami team who put up 70 points this year in one game. So it's not like they're losing to bums. They're losing to, obviously, again, a, a Jets game that was just a letdown. They always do that. And a Jaguars team who will be in the playoffs and a Miami team who's probably a top team in the, in the, in the AFC. And I think the Jaguars are a top 10. Are they not a top five team in the AFC right now? Yeah. Would you disagree with me that the Jaguars and Miami Dolphins are top five teams in the AFC right now? No, for sure. They beat the Dolphins. Oh, they beat? I thought they lost. Oh, no, no, no the week before. Excuse me. The Dolphins they lost the last one. Who did the third loss to? They only have two losses. I'm pretty sure. Oh, so, right? yeah, I'm sorry. Tripping, yeah. I'm tripping in. Yeah. yeah, they only have two losses. They, yeah, have, they, they, they have would losses. have. Two, they yeah, would exactly. have, and it would have been the Giants of all yes. teams. So, yeah, and again. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're a good team. You lost because we had a week one letdown. A lot of crap happened in that game. They were probably worried about Aaron Rodgers, too. And then you're talking about flying overseas, and you lose overseas. A team that's been there two weeks before prior. It's a lot going on. A lot going on. But, again, the Eagles have been home. 
and they, you know, they've been in America playing the same regular teams. And again, you're struggling. You shouldn't be struggling against New England. Matt Jones can't throw. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Joe. That's your boy. Matt Jones is Mac Jones. Mac Jones, like Daniel Jones, has a beautiful touch. <laughs> and for listen, for, for, for whatever reason, for whatever reason, Bill Belichick doesn't trust in him or just doesn't want him, whatever the case may be. It seems like Bill Belichick would be content to win all his games nine to six if he could. It seems like it. I mean, going back to the to the Patriots Jets game a few weeks ago, there was two forty six to go, and do you realize that those teams each had three possessions back and <laughs> forth in the last two forty six? Mac Jones is not that bad of a quarterback. Bill Belichick has put him in a position of failure. Oh. This is because Bill Belichick is has I think he's in the early stages of 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 I don't know what coaching dementia is, but I don't think he knows what he's doing anymore. It started last year when his defensive coordinator was the offensive coordinator and the special teams coach <laughs> was also the offensive coordinator. That didn't make any sense. Or how about how about when his first round pick was a guard that everybody had in the fourth round? Yeah, I mean, Bill Belichick has done some very sus things. Hey, how about playing the Bills? Let's run the ball 64 times. And we won't even throw it. What they, are, I mean, they won that game. I understand that, Sean. He's a genius, but he's also losing his mind, and he makes bad choices. I get what you say. There's like, like, yeah, like there's like splash picks. Like when I took Odell Beckham in his rookie year and I took him to second round of fantasy and I looked ridiculously crazy. Thank God it won me fantasy. It was the biggest dumbest miss because he got hurt. And I was like, God damn it. This is the dumbest thing ever. He single-handedly won me fantasy, but um, that's what he was trying to do. And yeah, you, it seems like it looked like the Gettleman moves when we know we could have got Daniel Jones and that's what bugs me. We could have got Daniel Jones later and really built this line out the way we should have and, and got defensive pass rushers that we probably could have gotten earlier with picks. Daniel Jones was six pick number was pick number six. Am I correct? That's a yeah. huge spot. You could get so much at number six. And knowing that Daniel Jones could have been taken in the third round, no one's taking a quarterback from any North Carolina or Duke. I'm sorry. They and Duke has a great quarterback right now in college. No one is taking a quarterback from North Carolina and Duke in the first round in any draft, but the New York Giants. Unfortunately, it's. I mean, we're getting Drake May. That means no, no, we're not even getting Caleb Williams. I'm just being David Brown. David Brown was not that bad of a quarterback. Again. Nothing is worse than having an Alabama quarterback or Ohio State quarterback because they don't seem to ever win anything. Well, name me one that's won a Super Bowl. CJ Stroud, he's looked good, but he's been. I don't know. He's one of my fantasy quarterbacks. Uh, That that I'm five and one in that league where he's my QB. That and uh, I got another league where I got Tua as my QB, and I'm also five and one. But CJ Stroud, I don't know if you've been looking at the at the numbers. Um, you didn't turn the ball over. Uh he he's I mean what he's done the first uh five, six weeks of, of, of the season for a rookie is uh mind blowing. He's putting up phenomenal numbers. Um I don't know how good that team's gonna be this year, but uh boy they're solid. He's he's really yeah, good. Not- they're not playoff bound, but they are going in the right direction. Yeah. It looks like they finally are after scapegoating like three coaches and trading away Deshaun Watson. That they look like the winners of that pick, that trade. Yeah. I, hate to I, say, I think the D'Amico Ryan's a really good coach, too. I, I, they look like the winners of that Deshaun, Deshaun Watson trade. I mean, he doesn't look that great in, a, in Cleveland. He, I mean, He's still got a lot of years left, and he can turn it around, and he better turn it around for the money they're paying him. Yeah, yeah so could yes. Russell Wilson. <laughs> hey, look, Russell Wilson got a Super Bowl. You can be mad all you want. He got a Super Bowl. He's won in life already. He's got a Super no, Bowl. He's got a family. I'm, I'm, yeah. 
I'm not worried about Russell Wilson. I'm worried about Denver and the fact that uh, they gave up a ton. So what? Who cares? They cheated his. They cheated the game, just like L.A. when they did the move for Peyton Manning. They cheated the game for a Super Bowl, and this is what happens. This is the repercussions. When you cheat for a Super Bowl, your team goes through a couple of years of turmoil. This is just – the Rams are going to be like that for a while too. And what sucks is it's going to look promising because Stafford's been looking pretty decent this year. But he's not going to make anything of it because that team is – it is what it is, and they don't have draft picks for a while. That's the part that's, – that's what selling your soul gets you. Look what the Cowboys did. They did it in 97, apparently, 96, apparently, because they haven't won in. Doesn't it, though, blow your mind to think that the Giants are, like, strapped for cash, that they've got serious salary cap limitations, and it's like, who on this team is even getting paid? I mean, other than Dexter Lawrence and, 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 and DJ, nobody else makes any money on this team. Where is Leonard Williams, Dory Jackson, Dory Jackson, Leonard Williams. You got some big contracts. What is what does Dory Jackson make? Uh, like he got he signed over, that three over year, fifteen million, three years, sixty-six million with us that year. Uh, he like sucks. That. They should trade him. Oh um, yeah, Leonard Williams is due like thirty million this year. We're still paying Galladay. You think that just falls off the books? Oh, <laughs> you think that's, that's just that a tax write off? Yeah, but you understand <laughs> the, the Giants. The Giants still paying Odell. <laughs> Since the salary cap came into the league, like the Giants have never been good with this thing. Nope. They've they've never really seemed to have a good grasp of the concept. It's They're really always strapped for. And you, I remember there being an off season where you're like, "Wow, this guy's got a ton of dough to spend." It like never happens. I well, don't. The understand. only one is the year going into 2016. 2016, the 2015 That's off it, season. That wasn't even yeah. that dough. It wasn't even that much dough. It was, yeah, even, it was like 40 million or something I like know. that. that yeah, we spent it all on like three players too. Usually we have like <laughs> so usually, usually we have like four million dollars in the off season to sign all our picks and patch all our holes, and that's a problem. Uh, yeah. It's so weird. I've never understood that. All right, let's wrap this up. I can already hear my wife screaming. Uh, she's had it. She probably Let's go yeah. Clovercrestmedia.com backslash drawing about the G-Men, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. You could find us on all of those things. Like, subscribe, comment, blah, 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 blah. For King Zay and Sean Scanlon, I'm Joe McGuire. Thank you so much for watching John about the G-Men. Hopefully this team represents. See you next time.